Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of The Stuman Show, presented to you by Coscorp. This is my uh, first ever podcast episode, and for the first episode I decided to bring along my brother as a guest star. Probably a good decision, I'm happy to be here. Yep, that was Jackson, and you know, for this episode I just want to talk about some of the stuff we do here, with it being the first inaugural episode, whatever. So as someone who I think is invested into and smart enough on the topics about sports, athletics, video games, gambling, betting... And pride, that's most of the stuff you hear around here. But, you know, as always, podcasts, and this one specifically, is just about me talking about things. And just uh, hopefully making your day a bit better with my sweet melodic voice and my brother's. Who likes to claim he has a better voice than mine. And uh, speaking of good things, obviously, there's no way to kick off a good podcast without talking about chicken sandwiches and how popular they are nowadays. What do you say, Stu? Chicken sandwiches... It could be the next big thing. I mean, they're better than cheeseburgers. It's, you know, it's just, I love chicken sandwiches. I totally, totally agree. And, you know, when you talk about chicken sandwiches, you can't start the debate without talking about Chick-fil-A. It's been there for the longest, you know. It comes with lettuce, tomato, good options. You can choose pepper jack. You can choose American provolone. But just my personal opinion is I think the Popeye's chicken sandwich is the best, you know. It's got such, such good chicken, juicy, very flavorful. You've got that spicy mayo, which just gives it just enough kick to distinguish itself from just being some plain, generic regular sandwich. And don't even get me started on the bun. Stu, what do you, what do you think your uh, favorite sandwich is? You know, it's a tough decision between Popeye's and Chick-fil-A for me. They're both great, but I, I take it you're just throwing away Wendy's, <laughs> McDonald's. It's just, it's just not They're there. Not a They're, not... They're not a debate. If you ask me... If I had to make a tier list, you got your S tier. Clearly, it's Popeyes and Chick Fil A up top. If you had to go down, I'd say A tier. Maybe the new KFC one. It's all right. It's not bad. But then you got some like B tier shenanigans. You got Wendy's, C tier McDanks, McDolans, whatever you want to call it. Then at F tier, you obviously got the Burger King chicken sandwich. Seven dollars for a sandwich is freaking outrageous. I didn't even know Burger King had a chicken sandwich. It's garb. It's absolute trash. You know, it's nothing nothing even close to what kings need to be eating. Sorry to disrespect the king, but Burger King, you just don't belong. Then, of course, when it comes to speaking of kings, when it comes to sports, we probably have to talk about the Jordan versus LeBron debate. That's something that's always been on the minds of everyone. That's something that people like to say or people like to talk about just because they want to get debate or something. And, you know, before we even begin, I got to say, I, I think LeBron's the GOAT. What do you think, Stu? That's a tough decision. I, I would probably have to say that LeBron is on pace to be there by the end of his career. You know, he's almost there. He's definitely getting older, out of his prime just about. But if he can get just one or two more championships, I think it'll be undisputed at that point. Well, do you think Do you think championships are what defines a uh, player? You know, not just that. But, you know, there's got to be a certain metric that LeBron's going to hit for everyone to say, all right, LeBron's the GOAT now. If LeBron gets as many championships as Jordan, not saying it's going to happen, to me, that's the point where it's undisputed. He's the GOAT at that point. I think if he gets as many championships as Jordan, I also agree that that's the GOAT. But I would I would like to even say that there's an argument that he could be the GOAT already, right? If you're judging someone based on rings, I think that's just... Just rings alone, I think, is a trash argument. No offense to James Jones, but the man... He has three rings, you know, and he's been with LeBron, so you could say, like, LeBron carried him, blah, 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 whatever. But if you're saying rings what defines someone as a good player, 
you got to remember, James Jones averages five points. Not that he's... Uh, you could argue he's irrelevant, but you got people like AI or Carl Malone. They, they never even had a ring, right? If using rings is your only metric, then I already think you can't be discussing this kind of garbage because you just, you're not a, you don't know enough about the sport. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't say rings are the only way I, you know, I judge anyone, but if you're using the main, uh, you know, metrics is, you know, championships, MVPs, and then you got your statistics, points, rebounds, assists, everything's just about the same between LeBron and MJ, except for championships. You know, LeBron's two off, you know, he's one behind in MVPs. Those are the categories I think he's got to catch up in in order to be an undisputed GOAT. Well, sorry to tell you, Stu, but LeBron's got two more MVPs he got to. Jordan went 6-for-6 six six with MVPs. LeBron only has four right now. No, well, those are so those are finals MVPs, just regular season MVPs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Jordan's okay. got five, LeBron's got four. Yeah. I, I do think LeBron will have an issue. If he, wins, if he wins another championship but doesn't get the finals MVP, you know, that's going to be problematic towards his legacy because, you know, Jordan was never carried to a finals. And if LeBron is a, a player who's clearly better than him in that series in a finals and wins, you know, that's going to be problematic to him, I think. Do you think LeBron's, like, in terms of uh, supporting cast, do you think LeBron's had more help than Jordan? No, you know, I think most people would probably agree Jordan had, uh, you know, a better supporting cast and definitely a more consistent supporting cast with, you know, Pippen almost all the time and, and Rodman there for a decent amount of time. Uh, you know, LeBron's had to deal with more adversity. You know, that that's pretty much undisputed, I would say. I mean, adversity, you got to remember LeBron in 2016, arguably one of the greatest finals of all time. He came back against the greatest team of all time. I think that alone kind of cements him up there with saying why he's the best. I don't. Did Jordan ever have to deal with that kind of garbage? Yeah, I mean, Jordan, you know, he... The real difference between LeBron and Jordan, I'd say, is that Jordan played for the best teams and LeBron beat the best team in that 2016 Finals. So, you know, what do you like better? A player who's on the best team or a player who beats the best team? It's two completely different things and it's, you know, six of one, half dozen of another. I always think, you know, being the underdog, being the big teams is what's cooler to me. But that's uh, that's obviously up for debate. However, you know, with Jordan and LeBron, you got to remember, LeBron's uh, third all-time scoring. Is that right? Yeah, I, I think that's about right. But he's still he's got time to climb that that leaderboard. Because people still. always say the reason Jordan is better than LeBron is because he was a playmaker scoring more points. But if LeBron Le, LeBron was in is in the league longer than Jordan was, right already? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Right, like so you could argue LeBron's. Just, he's done more for the team, right? Even though he's... LeBron right now is averaging 27 points, and Jordan finished his career averaging 30. That's basically the same metric. But then you look at, like, assists and rebounds, and LeBron has almost... has two assists more um, averaging than Jordan. So you could say he's responsible for more points. Then you look at the leaderboard, and you already see that he's up there, number three, with a chance to get to number one. Yeah, I, I would say their statistic categories are pretty similar. You know, You know, that's you're really getting opinionated if you're going to dive into that too much. So what people are using to see who's better is that, you know, clutch category or the intangible category and well, those sort of things. What do you, what do you define up, as clutch? I mean, obviously how well you do in the defining moments of the game in the fourth quarter and overtime. People used to criticize LeBron for that heavily when he was younger. That's sort of faded as he's proved himself in old age for the NBA. But, you know, it, it sort of gets into that no category debate where it's just who you feel is better and who you trust more and who you want to build the team around 
which for me, probably going to be LeBron. I think without doubt, I agree with you that it's LeBron. I also think as as LeBron's gone older, I would argue that he's gone so much better. You know, his playmaking is totally up there. He's able to adapt to his age and his physical limitations, right? So he just hurt his ankle last year. And you could see physically that he's not really jumping as high as he could for slam dunks or going up for blocks. But you see his IQ because now he's making assists he wouldn't be doing or flashy passes or reading the field better than I think Jordan ever could. Yeah, the the longevity of a career and you know the astounding length of LeBron's prime, that has to be accounted for in, in the GOAT debate. You know, you can't just say you're the best player because you dominated two or three years. We're talking 10, 15 years of auto domination in LeBron's corner. That you know, It's unmatched to me. Well, uh, obviously, what do you think about Wilt? Any chance? <laughs> Look, uh, Bill Russell, any of these guys, any chance? I love Wilt Chamberlain. I, I would put Wilt Chamberlain in a, a potential I'd give him top debate. five. Top five. I would put him in for one of the best athletes of all time. Basketball, you know, you're not going to take him over MJ or LeBron. That's uh, that's fa- that's fair, you know. If I had to make my top five, Wilt's definitely making it. Kobe, Kobe probably is too, but we don't need to get into that. You know, and it's funny, like, you're looking at just LeBron and Jordan as goats, but obviously when you talk about goats, you got to think about Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley. Oh, oh man. Right? Come on. He's he's moving up in the world. You got to respect <laughs> the hustle. Here, he's a prick, whatever, Jake Paul, but you got to respect <laughs> some hustle. The, the thing I'll say about Jake Paul is I never had an interest in boxing at all until Jake Paul got into it and, and started fighting. And then, you know, he caught my attention, and now I'm more interested in the sport. That's the bottom line. You know, I, I do like the sport, right? Like, you got to understand. Like, he's doing funny stuff, right? For, Jake Paul is fighting Tyrone Woodley this uh, this summer around August, and he literally bet the guy that if he wins, Tyrone has to get his tattoo. Like, you don't see many boxers doing that kind of publicity, right? It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, Jake Paul, you know, saying if he loses, he'll get Ty- Tyrone Woodley on his arm, and Tyrone will have to do it for Jake. You know, that's... That's, That's one of a kind. No one, no one else is doing that. It's Jake Paul being a, a mastermind of entertainment. There, he's an entertainer before he's a boxer, and you know it just shows in, in instances like that. Listen, I, I want to see the kid fall. You know, I'm 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 still a hater right now, but you can't deny what he's doing is it takes it takes intelligence, and obviously it's gonna it's gonna frustrate guys, but it's it's impre- it's incredible. You know, he's gotten the whole world to hate him, and he gets a high off that he enjoys it you know if, if someone's able to do that more power to him i think i'm rooting for him yeah you know if we uh if we even need to talk about frustrating things it's not that jake well, on my list right now it's not jake paul being frustrating i'd say my biggest my biggest frustration to be honest is literally dealing with freaking video games right so i'm working <laughs> i'm working a nine-to-five job i'm at home it gets you, you get bored every once in a while so i'm gonna spend this summer a lot just hopping on video games and right now me and my brother have just been ripping uh Warzone, Call of Duty Warzone a lot. How would you say that's going for us? Something about video games. You know, there's always a frustration of video games, but something about them lately, within the past six months for me, I've been incredibly frustrated. You know, it's fun, and I still come back to play every day, but something has been frustrating me. Listen, like, my beef with video games, (laughs) my literal beef is I want to hop on, and I I do want to do competitive stuff, right? Like, I want to play against better players. I want to do cool shots, whatever. I hop on, I'll be playing Warzone or Rocket League or whatever. I blink, I've lost six games in a row, I put up no stats, I'm dying within the first 30 seconds. You got kids who you literally hop on open mic, open chat with these little freaking 8 to 12 year olds. 
they say they've been playing for nine hours. Like, even though they're kids, they're going to whoop you. I'm here for casual, good gameplay. I want to catch wins. But I'm playing Warzone. I drop in, I die. I drop in, I die. I drop in, I die. It's, it's eating at you. What do you say? Yeah, you know, I think back in the day, way before online gaming and stuff, you were the best video game player that you wanted to be as long as you were better than your friends, you know? It was, if, you, if you had two or three friends and you were better than them, then you loved video games. But now you're playing against the whole world. Someone's always going to be better than you, you know, and that's... I, I can't accept that. Right, I'm you're, unwilling. You're playing Smash Bros. Melee. You're eight years old. You think you're the best. You invite your buddies over. You realize, oh, no, he brings his freaking CRT, old school TV. You're just messing around with freaking Kirby. He's wave dashing with Fox. Like, yeah, you're no longer the best. Nowadays... You want to play Smash Bros, you hop online, and you're coming last every single time. You want to play Warzone, you see the first guy that kills you, TTV in the bio. You instantly just, you're done. It's a Twitch guy. You don't want to do this anymore. Casual gaming is dead. Yeah, the, the skill level for gaming, it's only going to get higher every day in the future. As gaming becomes bigger business, and there's more professionals, and people making money, and it's becoming more accepted that people get to play all the time, and things like that. It's just going to get more frustrating for me. It's, it's a give and a take, if you ask me, right? It's good. You got Ninja. You got all these streamers. Like, this is the first time, like, it's cool to play video games. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that it was never uncool. You know, if you're a gamer for life, you were always the man. You played Banjo-Kazooie, Super Mario 64. I'm, an, I'm a Nintendo kid, so I'm obviously referencing everything I played in my childhood, right? Paper Mario. Those were just great games. It's not about multiplayer. It's not about trying to beat the hell out of the other guy on the other team. Now, every single video game is, it's not you enjoy the journey. It's win or lose. You can pay to play and you can buy more cosmetics, but you're most likely getting whooped, right? Rocket League. You're, you, listen, listen, as much as you want to get mad at Rocket League, you're playing where you belong, right? I'm not in bronze because I'm getting crappy kills. I'm in bronze ranking because I suck. I'm not getting up there. You're in platinum because you belong there. You're not going for diamond. Like, you're, you're better than gold news, but you're not good. You just belong there. Yeah. I, I think I want to hear your thoughts on, you know, the Battle Royale system. Because there, there's something interesting <laughs> I've realized about Battle Royale. If you take Fortnite, there's 100 players in a game and one person wins. That means 1% of the players are happy with the end result. You know, back in the day, you're in Team Deathmatch. You got a 50% chance of winning and you'll be happy. If you're playing Battle Royale, you lose so much more than you win. You know, what are your thoughts on that? That hurts for me. You know, um, I've never thought about that. When I just see the Battle Royale screen, I don't think I'm the best. I'm just like, oh my god, thank god I survived. But bringing that up, Battle Royale, just it, it makes it more competitive. I totally agree with you, you know? You're playing Team Deathmatch, right? With uh, You're playing on Nuketown with your buddies. It's 4 p.m. You just hopped off school. You're ready to roll. You win, like, you had one kill, and you died 25 times. But you're Team 1, and you're, you're cheering. You're in the hot mic. You hear someone with the their mic's dog barking, other kids just yelling, right? Th those are the good old yeah. days. You felt like a part of the team. Now, unless you got, like, your four buddies, no one's caring anymore. I'm sorry. You're losing. If you're not the 1%, you're the 99% losing. doesn't matter if you're first. doesn't matter if you're second or last. If you ain't first, you're last. Shake and bake, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I, I give Battle Royale games a lot of credit for reviving video games, at least for our age group, but they are frustrating, man. Well, uh, hopefully we've passed that threshold one day of becoming better video games. You gotta put in more time, I guess, yeah. But, yeah, honestly, thank you for uh, listening to this podcast. It was our first one. Bit nervous, but that's all good. 
And um, yeah, hopefully we got more to come. Make sure you check out our, uh, I'm going to say our channel, but we really don't have a channel. The page, maybe, if you're on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever. Check us out. We'll be trying to do more uploads. And thanks for watching. Have yep. a good one. Thank you for having me on today. No problem, Stu. You're always welcome.